BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. There's something magical about unboxing. When you unbox BritBox, you uncover a world of British entertainment. Stream the UK's most brilliant series, including new and upcoming seasons of Shetland, Father Brown and Death in Paradise. Plus new originals like Payback, Irving Welsh's Crime and Archie, the story of Hollywood's greatest leading man, Cary Grant. Unbox BritBox and escape to the best of British TV. Stream with a free trial at BritBox.com. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Hey, girl. Hey, welcome back to another episode of my weekly podcast, Taste of Taylor. I'm your host, Taste of Taylor. <laughs> and today I have my very good friend. I feel like I say this every single time I do the show. I have my very good friend. I'm her best friend, everybody. <laughs> I have my very good friend, Alex Thomopoulos here. Hey, girl. Hey. Hey, girl. Hey. Okay, real quick. Are you friends with Busy Phillips? No. Okay, I thought you were for some reason. No. Then I, then I can tell the story. Okay, great. So remember, so I interviewed B- Busy like a couple times in series. I think she's super cool, super talented super great super awesome um i love the name of her kids birdie bird and cricket like di- like li- legit die for right right but remember when she came out with that late night talk show on e and it only lasted a season it got canceled right which means that Rest my in interpretation was not wrong but i remember i was watching it at stassi's um let's play a drinking game how many times will taylor say stassi throughout the episode get drunk <laughs> I hate myself. Every time I speak, I'm like, I hate you, I hate you, I hate you, I hate you, I hate you. That's like when I watch Succession, every time they say, fuck off, I have to take a shot. And by like (laughs) minute three, I'm just drunk. Three sheets to the wind. Yes. So Busy had the show and uh, it made me feel weird. And it made me feel weird because truthfully, everything she was doing that bugged me about her, I was like, oh my God, I do that. You know what I mean? And so Busy would always be like, so today I have on Julie Roberts, she's my friend. And it would be like so annoying. And Stassi are making fun of her. And then halfway through, we're like, wait, do we do that? We are. Wait, the, we, we do are that. that. We do that. And so every time I start the podcast now, all I can do is think about Busy Phillips. Right. And I'm like, girl, you are my spirit animal because I'm just, I, yeah, I like, I have this need to quantify that everybody's my best friend or if they're not, they're going to be my best friend. But for real, Alex is my friend. Yes. We've been <laughs> friends for what? Like three, four years now? We fell in love because we're both narcissistic and we're the same person. Yes, we are. <laughs> Except you like Bravo and I don't. And you're tall and blonde. <laughs> and that's what I wish I'm I were. I'm not blonde. I'm a brunette. Oh, get out of town. I am. I just diet, but now I'm going back to brunette. And I'm also losing all my hair because of stress. But that's a whole other story. Oh, we're going to get into it, girl. Yes, we are. This is going to be fun. We're going to also, Alex is an amazing, what did I call you? A cook? Called you. A, a chef person? A chef person. You called me a chef person. I got nervous one time. I brought you to Ed's Lobster Bar. Oh, yeah. I introduced you to Ed. He's the <laughs> owner who's a friend of mine, like a very good friend of mine. I don't feel nervous around him like ever. Right. And I just got tongue tied. Your boobs were also out in like yeah. my defense. Mm-hmm. It was very distracting. My boobs are always out, <laughs> except right now because it's miserable. <laughs> <laughs> it, I thought you were going to cancel. The weather's so fucking shitty. Oh, my God. You're really a trooper. Well, the problem is being in New York as opposed to L.A. is that you don't have a car. Usually I would just go sit in my car and do nothing. But because I was already out, away from the house, and I was like, I'm just going to come down to Fideye. Yeah, that's where I live. Go get a beer. By the way, I've, I've had two beers. So Can I tell you how jealous I am right like now? And it's like four o'clock in the afternoon. Well, this is why I'm an alky, because I live in New York. When you live in New York, you right. kill time by getting a drink. Right, right. In L.A., I'm always on a cleanse. Always. Exactly. And well, you're always driving. Right. What well, can... That's like here nor there. I'm just like, <laughs> like, I don't really care about those laws. <laughs> just always on the clients. <laughs> okay. So um, I introduced you to my friend Ed as a chef person, which yes. is ridiculous. So let's break down who you are and what you do. So Alex Thomopoulos is child of a star. My mother was a supermodel in the 70s and yes. 80s. Huge, huge persona to live under and to like grow up under. Yep. Um, <clears throat> 
she was, um, yeah, she was like one of the very first supermodels that kind of came up. And her name is Christina Ferrari. Ooh. Not with an I, with an E. And, that's a famous person. But according to her, she is the most expensive Ferrari. I'm like, <laughs> okay, mother. Like, You're like sit, that joke is tired. Sit down, <laughs> Christina. <laughs> and also your mom had a show on... Hallmark. Hallmark for a while. For a long time called and, Home and Family. And you were like... A fixture on it. I was always you on grew it up because in the public eye. I did, and I did. Yeah, I kind of did. You did, and um, and then but, also you're gorgeous, so you modeled because duh, that's what gorgeous tall kids do, right? But Annoying. I always was like very awkward in front of the camera, and never quite got like I had the potential, but just failed miserably. You look like Xena Warrior Princess, but blonde and prettier. You and keep a lot of calling pictures, me blonde. You but bl- in the pictures you fucking post your Throwback Thursdays. Oh yeah, I was way. blonde for a while. For like, for since I knew you. So yeah, cut, yeah. cut the shit out with the brunette, okay? okay? I'm brunette. I grew, like, I came out of my mother's vagina with black hair on my head. Like a very, Didn't very. we all? We all came out of our mom's bush with a bush. I know. <laughs> it's, it's like frightening. Before, before, <laughs> I don't even, I can't tell this story. My mom will kill me. Anyway. Tell it. So basically. <laughs> tell it, tell it, tell it. I was traumatized as a child because, <laughs> like, very rarely had my parents kept, like, uh, baby pictures or pictures from, like, when I was a kid. Except for this one picture of me literally coming out of my mother's vagina <laughs> and you couldn't tell where she started and I began and my point exactly <laughs> it's like uh what's it called the thing the circle of life it's not the circle of life it's way scarier than that it's it, it's like that um scary creature the crack that it, it eats its own butt serpent scepter it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. <laughs> it really doesn't matter. Okay, so back to me. Okay, so you were a model, but obviously you have an enormous personality because you're already making me hysterically laugh like three seconds into the podcast. And you're so then you left modeling and you became like a comedian. Really. I did. Yeah. And then you combined your love of food and your background with like I feel like all things I don't know chef related, right? With your comedy, yeah. and you had a hilarious show. Where was it? Oh. Which one? Was it the YouTube one? Oh, yeah. So I had a show. So basically, let me just explain the trajectory. Mm-hmm. Is that I was a really broke comic for a lot of years. I was doing stand-up. I was doing the stand-up circuit. And if you were to think, like, I was a terrible waitress. Like, really, really bad. I have a memory of it. a goldfish. <laughs> I, I really it. don't care about people, like, taking... I don't want to wait on you. Like, I really don't. <laughs> but you do care about food. I care about food and I care about feeding people. But, like, I also want the attention. Ah, uh, fair. So I well, when you're the waitress, you get all the attention. People need stuff. Right, but like not in the same way. But not like in the way that you want. Right, right. Right. And I started cooking because I was really good at it. And I didn't have any other skill set really aside from being funny and knowing how to cook. Yes. And I, it was like, it was like as if most um, actors and actresses, they always wait tables. Mm -hmm. And that's kind of like, they do that until they become something. Right. Right. But I started cooking until I became something. But the cooking kind of like just took me until I became something in the cooking world. It's a great, like, combination of all your skill set you know you're pretty check that's good for television you can cook your patootie off i can and you're funny as fuck so you're entertaining yeah by the way follow alex on instagram at alex t cooks if you want to see pictures of when she was blonde even though she's denying i don't know what the fuck you're you have to pull these photos up because i know i was blonde for like three or four years which is to me you're blonde the same amount of you're fucking blonde okay i've got beach highlights taylor <laughs> it's i'm called, so sorry to be so insulting calling you blonde beach waves okay so you've done i mean you've always been in this cooking sphere cooking entertaining funny sphere yeah and now you have a new show it's called movable feast on pbs new episodes come out everything every single saturday yes they've already aired but they're replaying all the time so it's in its seventh season right now and i was a guest on the show last season uh-huh Pete Evans, he's from Australia. He's incredible. And a few other hosts had always kind of come in and out. But Pete was always is always the constant on the show. And I was a, basically the 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 way that the show is set up is that the host goes into a new city every episode. They meet two local chefs. They source local ingredients and they put on a feast. It's okay, the dream sick. job. Sick. You get to and, travel and meet amazing people and eat amazing food. Yes. And I was chosen to be a guest on the San Luis Obispo episode of season six. So that's Northern California. Uh-huh. And I drove up there. I was, Pete and I totally hit it off. And they asked me, they said, would you be interested in, in maybe coming back for next season? And I uh. go, yeah, sure. Where are you going? And they said, well, we don't know yet, but we, you know, we want you to maybe consider hosting. And I went, the fuck? 
okay, sure. You're like, <laughs> That's what I do, boo boo. And it was such an honor because the show, I mean, has been nominated for a James Beard, has been nominated oh for an Emmy. Like, it's a really, really it's beautiful legit. show. When it's I legit. See, like cuts of it on your Instagram story and stuff. It's like it's beautiful. I mean, it's beautiful. It's BB fucking ass. Yeah, it's PBS. It's Fine Cooking Magazine. They they have just the most beautiful aesthetic and um, integrity in mm-hmm. in in um, entertainment. Um, so anyways, I got the job and I went to Europe. I was in Portugal. We were in Spain. We were in the UK. When did you get back? It was a, we shoot very short season. So it's, I was gone from May until June. I was less than a month. It's not, I was still long to be away. Yeah, but it was, I mean, you're in Europe. Was it amazing? Oh my God. It was incredible. I know. Oh, hello. Sorry. Oh, hi. This is my studio. We're we're in Taylor's uh, movie theater. Movie theater. Yeah, you know I'm gonna. Well, do you do all your episodes out of here? I try to do them, but I'm when we move to Jersey City in like literally three. Weeks. Have you talked about this a lot on your podcast? Not a people? ton. Okay, because I need to talk about we it. We can with get you. into it because I feel like okay. So just to reestablish, so that's your career background. But Alex and I met like three years ago at Sirius. I was doing a rotation of co-hosts, and your manager must have known like my boss at the time. Yes, that's so what happened. You came in and. And I was like, yes, a million times. Yes. We hit it off right away. And my boss was like a million times. No, you're the exact same person. So yeah. here's how we're There's the no exact balance. same person. So we both identified as straight forever. Mm-hmm. Well, me not forever. You forever. I me wasn't forever. married to a man. Oh, right. Forgot about that. Right. But we both like, you know, I feel like came into our sexuality or what that was identifiably so later in life. Mm-hmm. Right. But you, what would you say? I mean. I mean, aside from our sexuality, we really weren't the same. That was pretty ridiculous of Sirius to say no to us working together. <laughs> now that I'm thinking about it. It's discrimination. Lawsuit! <laughs> Lesbian lawsuit! <laughs> we Ooh. just show up in power suits. I fucking love it. We Chicken wings. We're here <laughs> to make a point. And to be hard. I don't know why eating chicken wings makes you a lesbian, but let's, <laughs> I'm here for it. Anything that's like not like aspirational apparently makes you a lesbian. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and what would you say you are now? Would you say, I mean, what's dating life like? What's going on? My fellow <sighs> lesbian. <laughs> I like to call myself a thespian lesbian. Thespian lesbian. Um, you know, I, I've never identified as bisexual. I've never identified as lesbian. I don't really know what I am, but I primarily date women. I'm still very open to the idea of men. You've hooked up with some awesome men. I'm not going to tell your secrets, but please don't. You guys, it's so good. Can you give hints? No. Okay. Fuck you. For real. The fact that I know, honestly, I have too many secrets in my body right now. You do. You're going to explode. I am. And you know what? As as big of a mouth as you have, you are. Celebrity secrets. You guys, I have so many. I have so many good ones. From you and other friends, I am like, Holy moly. But as big of a mouth as you have, you are such a good secret keeper. Shockingly so. I am the opposite. Don't ever <laughs> tell me a secret because I'm a Sagittarius. I tell like I have no filter. Well, I blab. No, no, no. But you are you have like y- you you hold them pretty well. What would you do if I told her secret? I would be you you blab something <laughs> to what's his name? Rob Shooter. You said something oh. when I was on your show and I nearly kicked you in your face. Don't give Rob air. <laughs> <laughs> But you didn't give it away. Yeah, I almost. You just yeah. hinted at. You I know why? Me. Because God, why do you have to talk about so many famous people? <laughs> because <laughs> I think what and it was me. is that you loved to just dangle the little hot dog in front of his face I and do. his little eyes. What? <laughs> Tell me all the gossip. I hate yeah. to talk about that. Tell me all the gossip. Spotty. Yeah. Oh, where were you? What restaurant? Uh. And I was like, ew. Get I away. You know. <laughs> know. Wait, speaking of restaurants yeah. and our friendship, yeah. for anyone who knows me, they know that my numero uno most favorite addiction is sugarfish. Oh. And want to know who introduced me to it? Bam, this bam, bitch. Bam, bam, bam. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you. It's ruining my life. I'll go there just on a whim at lunch. I do that almost every day. I, I order so to my office. Right it's so good. It's not as good when you order it out. No, 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 it's not. You it have really, to go there. Yeah, you got to go. I remember coming on your show and asking you, hey, like, have you tried sugarfish yet? And you were like, what the hell is sugarfish? I went, oh, honey, <laughs> like, I'm about to ruin your fucking life. And every time I post, Alex always like, 
it's my fault. I'm like, yes, it is. I would like to be tagged in every Sugarfish post. Done, done. Thank you. Just as recognition. You're fucking Pablo Escobar of Sugarfish. Everybody, every, like, I don't like people saying that I'm an Instagram influencer. I am an enabler in every aspect of my life. You are. And <laughs> like, do you want to go drinking at 1.30 in the afternoon? Would Would you like to be introduced well, to like an expensive sushi habit? Sometimes you're like, you're like that. And then sometimes you're like, I'm on a cleanse. And I hate when you're on cleanses. I know. You're like a totally different person. I know. I go through, I'm like a yo-yo <laughs> dieter, but it's with alcohol. Just hit me up when you're drinking. <laughs> well, obviously I'm drinking. drinking right now, but you're not because you have to learn a script. I have to learn a script. Girl, let's tell everybody how hard it is to be on camera and live this life. Isn't it crazy? It's so great though. It is. I'm so like, great. so I'm in a job right now. So basically what, what happened was I hosted the show and now I'm like getting back into comedy and I'm, you know, kind of closing up my chef world situation. Okay. And I got a job as a writer. So I go to an office every single day from like nine until nine and I'm working in advertising right now, which is... I actually love advertising. That's where, my, that's where I literally, that was my first job ever at college. It's fun. It's it really, fun. It's really challenging. But wait, why was I telling this story? Oh, God. Again, I have the memory of a goldfish. Because you're drinking. Because mm. you we, I forgot are because closing drink- out the chef stuff. Because <laughs> you're getting back into comedy. Yeah, because it doesn't matter. Anyways, <laughs> we can talk about something else. <laughs> well, actually, I'm really excited because tis the season to talk about holiday shit. Like, people expect it. They want it. And you know what? I oblige because I'm a rule follower. Right. And that's just how I roll. Mm. So... I was thinking, what can I talk about with Alex that's like holiday related? And then I remembered, oh my God, Alex Thermopolis, which the fact that I can say your last name proves that we're friends. It really does prove that we're friends because your last name is a fucking nightmare. It's a nightmare. (laughs) It took me so long to learn how to spell T H, let me try T H O M O P. P-O-U-L-O-U-S. <laughs> you missed it by one. It's L-O-S, but you were pretty freaking close. Thank you. Yeah. I just stare at your Instagram all day long. Yeah. <laughs> I had to change it to Alex T. Cooks, and everybody Thank thinks God. my last name is Cooks now. That's hysterical. I can't tell you how many people I meet, and they put me in their phone as Alex Cooks. I go, that's not my name. Are they like, isn't it crazy that you're a chef person, and your last name is Cooks? Cooks? Isn't it? Isn't, isn't it, it isn't so it unoriginal? Oh my God. So, you know, in radio, they make you like have pretend names. It's like so lame and so stupid. So, when we first started Sirius XM Radio, I was on as Taylor Shrekker because I worked with a cool brand like Cosmos. So they were like, no, you can like keep your name. But my best friend, Nicole, who's still on the morning mashup, when she first got there, they were like, oh, the morning mashup. So, they made her change her name to like a fake name because her last name was Sal Peter. They were like, not sexy. Sounds like slapping. And they were like, what's a cool name? And they were like, Biggins, because you got big old boobies. Swear Stop to God. it. Swear to God. So HR nightmare nowadays. Totally fine 10 years ago. So Nicole she, Big Titties. Nicole Biggins. So when I was married to husband, we met Nicole. Well, obviously, she's my best friend from college. So we like met her mom at something, and he walked right up to her and went, stuck his hand out, went, Mrs. Biggins, nice to meet you. Stop it. Because he had no idea. He thought that was her last name. Oh, my God. (laughs) Anyway, now they let her go by Nicole Ryan. Thank God she got a cool married last name. Wow. Biggins. Congratulations, Mrs. Mrs. Biggins. (laughs) I don't appreciate when I go to a workout class and like I did this whole Instagram post about it the other day. You go to like a soul cycle and the guy who's in the instructor is like, what's up, guys? My name is Richard, but everybody here calls me Rocket. It's like, <laughs> no, Richard, like get over yourself. No Richard. one calls you Rocket. You made up Rocket and Fetch is never going to fucking happen. No, I went to rumble class and this girl was like, my name's Kendall, but everybody here calls me Rocky. I'm oh, like, st- stop it. Get- Get out. And you have no friends. I mean, she was in, I think she did a grocery bag filled with cocaine before <laughs> before the class. I literally walked out. I was like, I can't. Okay, it's time to take a quick break to talk about one of our sponsors, Just Fab. Now more than ever, you probably recognize that seasonal trends come and go like the wind. You buy something that's cool, and before you know it, it's already outdated, or it's like, move on to the next. And quite frankly, that can get crazy expensive, especially if you're shopping designer. Oi, to the vey. But if we shop smartly, 
ladies, we can still stay relevant on a budget. Okay, so if you haven't heard about JustFab, legit stop what you're doing right now and let me catch you up to speed. JustFab is a leading fashion and lifestyle brand that strives to inspire and guide and motivate women around the world to experiment and have fun and play with style with affordability. From initial design, their designs to the concept, to also tailoring styles just for your taste, they literally offer tailored styles and head-to-toe looks that cater to every type of personality, giving you instant access to the latest trends. Y'all, they've got clothing, handbags, shoes, They have everything you need and every piece is created by JustFab's in-house design team, which means you can't get this stuff anywhere else. So right now, I'm absolutely obsessed with booties and JustFab has the cutest booties. So they have this Rosemund block heel booty and I am just like living for the forest green croc. It's so rich and holiday looking. If you like what I just said, go to JustFab right now because you need to order it before they sell out because they will, they do, and your heart will be broken. If you've never tried JustFab, I highly recommend starting at the new arrivals collection page so you can see all the trending pieces. And um, they release like new styles, collections, prints every month. So you want to stay updated on that. And then also you definitely want to take JustFab's quick and easy 60 second style quiz um, for personalized outfit recommendations. Basically, when you take that, you can shop over a thousand different styles with ease because it's almost like JustFab becomes your personal stylist. And honey, the checkout is a breeze. If you check out as a VIP, you get 30 to 50% off retail pricing and free shipping on orders over $39. And the best part is that there's no commitment to order on a regular basis. You can skip any month. So if you're ready to upgrade your seasonal wardrobe with affordable trending pieces, then you got to check out JustFab. Get your first JustFab style for as low as $10 as a VIP. You guys, that's 75% off your first item with my special link. Just go to JustFab.com slash Taylor. That's T-A-Y-L-O-R to take advantage of this amazing deal now. Again, that's JustFab.com slash Taylor to get your first style for as low as $10 as a VIP. You can also get that free shipping on orders over $39. And there's absolutely no commitment when you purchase your first order. And don't forget to enter your email address when you take that style quiz so you get exclusive discounts and the inside scoop about new collections that are coming because they're really good. Again, justfab.com slash T-A-Y-L-O-R. Terms and conditions do apply. And now to the podcast. I can't with group fitness anymore. I can't. No. It's culty. I'm sorry. I'm going to say it. I'll be the one to say it. And now there goes all my free rumble classes and potential free soul cycle classes. But it's the truth. I did soul cycle like so when I was married to husband. He was so into it right so into it and so we would go all the time we became like friends with like the instructors oh my god i hate both of you i hate myself too <laughs> trust me that's why i got a divorce and so i was like this is I, it was just like it was such a i'm sorry it felt i don't want to like say anything you know defamatory it felt culty i think any gathering of human beings in one room is a cult <laughs> <laughs> I actively avoid human beings so much so that I just bought myself a Peloton bike. Oh, nice. And because I'm terrified of human beings and I'm terrified of group classes and I'd much rather be like judgy from my own bedroom of the instructor yes. and just kind of like whatever. whose name is also rocket or yeah. rocky right 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 variation of my name's bianca but everybody calls me blizzard like, <laughs> it's like why are you guys all like dairy queen treats right right can you imagine being in any other profession and like pulling that off like imagine a lawyer going into court <laughs> <laughs> ladies and gentlemen of the court your honor. My name's Daniel, but everybody calls me Delicious Defense. <laughs> twine, twine, twine. <laughs> nope. No. No. But you can do it in radio. You can. What should our made up names be for radio right now? Oh, I don't know. My name is Taylor, but everybody calls me T Swizzle. <laughs> Isn't that Taylor Swift's nickname? Didn't I just steal that nickname? You from did. Her? You absolutely did. Do you What's need yours? to fix that? No, uh, I'm good. What's oh. yours? Oh, man. What's your name? Oh. <laughs> nobody knows my last name Thomopolis so everybody just calls me the mop <laughs> so stupid I'm here to spoon to clean your floors <laughs> so dumb like you just snorted <laughs> I'm here to wipe you up oh um, the world is dumb. stupid sorry I was thinking about what holiday things can I do with Alex and I mean you are Alex T. Cooks your last name is Cooks you know how to cook obviously you're gonna have to give us some tips and tricks on like I don't know, shit to bring to a holiday party. But then when I was really thinking about it, I was like, oh my God, I know what Alex is going to talk about with me. What? Most embarrassing holiday drunken mm, moments. This is your favorite this story. Bitch <laughs> this bitch gets so drunk on the holidays. And you're like, you are such a wonderful, hilarious, well-adjusted person. But just 
again, like me, you've got these dark demons. And it's like, where do they even come from? Who even knows? Right. Where did they come from? You don't really know, do you? Uh, I Now that I'm in therapy, I figured out exactly how the story went down. Really? How and why the okay. story went down. But so, I'm not going to get into that portion. I would just tell you the story, the famous Christmas story that Taylor loved so much. The famous Christmas story. So basically one Christmas. It's my favorite Christmas movie. But by, by the way, when I drink, nobody ever knows that I'm drunk. Because no, never. I'm very composed. Yep. And when I get drunk, I just get tired. Like I'm not belligerent. Right. And I get very, very quiet. It's the opposite of my personality. And I've never been like, I've never thrown something. I've never been loud. I'm always just very cautious of people around me. Now, when I get drunk, I'm a fucking monster. Yeah, yeah. No, no, no. That's not I put myself to bed this Thanksgiving at 6.30 p.m. Congratulations. We eat at four. And I looked at Taylor and I said, I think it's time for bed now. I think it's time for night night. <laughs> Mommy said, needs to go night night. Okay. And everybody the next day applauded me. They were like, yay for Taylor. She didn't have a fucking meltdown. <laughs> I love her family to get me. Oh, my God. <laughs> there was one Thanksgiving I strangled my sister. But it was a mutual strangle. And okay. It was over Ugg, so I feel justified. Well, now you have to tell that story. Okay, mine real quick because yours is better and I can't beat yours. No, I, fe- I didn't strangle anybody, but go ahead. I came home for Christmas. I went home without husband, but we were like dating or maybe we were just newly engaged. So my sister was dating a fucking nerd. I hated him. Hated him. I hate him to this day. It was like one of her first boyfriends. Okay. He got into a fight with me over Beyonce. And I was like, sir, I don't know many things, but I know Beyonce. <laughs> oh, that's what I want to tell everybody. Alex gave myself, my girlfriend, our favorite nicknames in the entire world. Duh. Tayonce and Tay-Z. I'm Tayonce because I'm the girl one. Right, 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 right. You're welcome. <laughs> yeah. I'm available for hire. So that's so every my name is Taylor, but everybody calls me Tayonce. <laughs> my friend Fancy in Nashville knows how to do those housewife intros. Stop. He can look at you, like get a little bit of you, and he gives you a housewife intro. It is unbelievable. He's a master at it. Anyways, go back to your UG story and how you strangled your sister. Now I'm thinking about housewife headlines. Do you have one? No. Okay, we'll we'll, we'll try to see. Something about like too hot in the kitchen. (laughs) You put this fire out. I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) I may be a fiery, whatever. I'll write it later. Everyone. Hmm. I don't know. (laughs) Something about being a tall. I may be a tall drink of water, but. That's you. Yeah. Yeah. But I'm not everybody's cup of tea. Whoa! <laughs> High five! Lesbians! <laughs> we suck. We literally we've missed 15 times. And my hand is the size of a baby. And it's bright orange. You guys literally worst lesbians ever. I'm not. I may be a tall drink of water, but I am not everybody's cup of tea. Put it on my fucking gravestone. <laughs> Oh, man. I tell it like it is, probably because I'm drunk. <laughs> I stole that one. It's not mine. I stole it. And I'm not saying from who. You can take her fucking out and then tattle on me. Okay, so my sister, so she was like upstairs with her nerd boyfriend who I fucking hated. And I said, we're going to the bonfire after Thanksgiving dinner. And I said, well, you're tipsy. And I said, um, I'm going to wear mom's Uggs because we the year before myself, my sister and my brother all collectively together bought mom Uggs, right? Right. Guess who paid the majority of that bill? You did. Yeah. Tayonce. That's right. who. So I was like, I'm going to wear mom's Uggs. And she was like, actually, she doesn't talk like this, but for the story she does. Actually, I was going to wear mom's Uggs. And I was like, you have a thousand pairs of emus in your room. You live here. I don't live here. So I want to wear mom's Uggs. And you can pick from your, why did you decide to buy pink, baby blue fucking emus? They're hideous. That's your choice. Choose your choice. Fucking pick your own shoes. Right. She was like, I wear mom's Uggs. And I was like, actually, I paid more, so I am. And then it was on. And then she was like, you think you're so cool now because mom and dad don't fucking hate your boyfriend. And I was like, well, your boyfriend is a nerd. And he was right there. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, moral of the story is we were screaming and crying. She tried to slam the bathroom door on my fingers. How dare you almost hurt me? So then I opened the door like she woman and strangled her. And then we broke the shower. So, and then my mom was called upstairs. That just prepared you for every lesbian relationship ever. (laughs) My mom was like this, no more drinking on the holidays. And we were both like, we'll be good. And then we were good. Oh, then we cried. We were like, we never fight. And then I I wore the... I wore the Uggs because I'm the big sister. Oh, that's a great story. Everybody has a nightmare fighting family story. Whether it's them or somebody else. 
It's just the way holidays go. It's so just the way it goes. I think it's, Alex wins, though. I had a friend that I went to high school with who had committed suicide like a couple days before Christmas oh, Eve God. because she was from a really conservative family and didn't feel accepted and ended up. It was it was awful. awful. And so I felt sad and angry and like I couldn't exp- whatever. So that this is the sad part of the story. OK. Now, the second part of the story is yeah, that's not hilarious. what I told her. I, I was like, tell this story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just wanted to give it a little bit of context no, it's because fair. it's fair. So I proceeded to get it's like a 10 steps beyond white girl wasted. <laughs> I was chugging. Tito's vodka like it was water. Oh, All of my guy cousins were like, shots. And I don't do shots. Shots, like, are, shots are a fucking nightmare. No, no. I really an, are. I'm an adult. Like I stopped doing shots when I, I dropped out of college. Basically. <laughs> I was going to say graduated, but I didn't. <laughs> anyway, so we're doing shots of tequila. We're doing shots of vodka and whatever. And so we uh, we eat Christmas dinner and... um. My uncle says, does anybody, they're all, they said the prayer. And then they said, does anybody else want to say anything? And no. everybody had all of their like phones out, like recording something. And so like, they were all waiting for somebody to say the next thing. And of course me drunk, I'm like, I'm, I need to see something. <laughs> no. I, I had a friend who admitted suicide and I was, Jesus is supposed to love everybody. <laughs> And I feel like you don't love everybody. Like I went on a full no. hysterical crying in front of I, my family is not small. There's like <laughs> 50 of us. I was in front of an audience like I had a microphone. Hysteric could not get my composure. I ended up locking myself in the pantry oh, with a bottle of Tito's with the bottle of Tito's like because you needed more. And I'm laying there. And then all of a sudden I hear my cousin's boyfriend at the time go he was Italian. He goes, okay, um, this is, um, a little bit, uh, I guess I go to do this now. Um, Danielle, <laughs> I have loved you since the day I met you. I, um, he fucking proposes to her. The reason why everybody had their phones out. Oh my everybody God. got the memo oh. that fucking Lorenzo was going <laughs> to propose to I my cousin. Forgot. And I did. Nobody fucking told me either. They told me and I wasn't listening, which could be <laughs> no, very true. Definitely a thousand percent what happens. And so basically he proposes to her. And meanwhile, I'm in the cupboard or the fucking <laughs> pantry. Like you could just hear me going, oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. I ruined it. So anyways, that just made me drink even more. Of course. And then? So then my cousin and all my cousins come in. They knock on the door like, Alex, don't worry. I was like, I ruined your proposal. You've been waiting. Like, mind you, she's 40, like has waited her whole (laughs) fucking life to get married. She's dreamt about this day her whole life. And he like had this whole thing planned, proposing in front of the entire family, whatever. And I ruined it. (laughs) Anyways, he ended up being a total asshole. So I think that I was preemptive in my <laughs> actions that I was trying to sol- <laughs> this is what we call enabling oneself. Yes. So anyways, a uh, long story short is that I went home. I had my dad, my dad had to drive me home because my mom was like, you need to get the fuck out of here. You are a disgrace. And so I go home and I projectile vomit everywhere of you did. <laughs> and I'm crying and I call my mom, which I've never called my mom for help in my life. And really? I was like, no, never. And I was like, mommy, I'm dying. She goes, you're not dying. You're just really, you're just really drunk. And I was like, I just need my mom. She's like, I'm enjoying Christmas Eve. (laughs) I'm not coming home. I will be home and when I can. And so finally she gets home. And at that point you go through the stages of grief when you're drunk. So I went from being desperate and sad to being angry. Livid. Livid. Like when I tell you angry, I've never been. What are the stages? First, like bargaining with God. You're like, please, God, if I don't, if I stop bombing, I'll never drink again. Please. Then sad. (laughs) Denial. I'm not drunk. I'm not drunk. I'm fine. (laughs) And my poor father, like I was so humiliated. So anyways, she comes home and I barge out of the bathroom (laughs) and she's in the hallway and I'm standing on the other end. I was like, you, (laughs) you abandoned me. (laughs) She goes, 
you need to go to bed. And I was like, if this was Ariana, my little sister, if oh, this was Ariana, go. you would have never done this. You would have been here. You like her more than me. I, She's like, would Ariana ever have gotten this drunk? No, no, no. <laughs> I then proceeded to pull down my pants. No, 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 no. I forgot the story, guys. This is even better than I remember. Turned around no. and stuck. I like basically through my legs, gave my mom the middle finger and I said, <laughs> Merry Christmas. <laughs> Okay, so then you go to bed. Then I go to bed. And then bed. you wake up in the morning. No, no, no. It gets better. <laughs> Anybody who had a bad Thanksgiving or is anticipating having a fight with a family member, don't worry. Alex Samopoulos wins here. the goddamn prize. Comedy is tragedy plus time. And there is enough time that we could all laugh about it. So we... <laughs> I wake... I pass out and like... Three hours later, my little sister and I have had a tradition. Every Christmas Eve, we sleep in the same bed together. It's like our thing. That was the only Christmas Eve. She was like, absolutely not. I will not go near you. You are a fucking monster. No. I was like, but my friend killed herself and Jesus eats me. <laughs> so about three hours. So my sister slept on the couch where the um, Christmas tree was. And um, she said that I got up in the middle of the night. And I took the comforter and I had the comforter over my head and I just marched up to the Christmas tree and I was like, you, you're a fucking asshole. I start yelling at the Christmas tree. It makes sense. And I then get it. proceeded to fall asleep underneath the Christmas tree next to the presents. Like the gift that you are. Yes. I woke up the next day very embarrassed. Oh, God. And my, I've never seen my father more disappointed in me in my life. That's the worst word. Not even angry. Disappointed. disappointed. And my dad is my everything. So I, he was so disappointed. And my mom and my dad and my sister sit me down. And they go, your sister saved up for a very generous gift this year. Oh, God. She bought you a wine fridge. <laughs> And as a family, we have decided you need to go to rehab. <laughs> so and no then, wine fridge for you. And they were like, you do not get the wine fridge. <laughs> the wine fridge stays with us. And I was like, but you already have a wine fridge. <laughs> they go, you need to go to rehab. So did you? Fuck no. <laughs> I'm drunk at four o'clock in the afternoon on a Monday in New York City. <laughs> Right. right, 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 right. Mind you, but tomorrow I'm going back to LA and starting my cleanse. Yeah, of course you no are. Way. Don't call me. <laughs> don't oh. call me on your cleanse. I don't. You know what? I actually I got in a huge fight with my parents uh, the night before my wedding. Talk about projection. Right. My mom knew it was a mistake. Just got like j just picked at me. Tried to feed me. God forbid strawberry shortcake. I was like, I'm not eating. <laughs> and I was taking shots right. with the boys, trying to be a cool girl. Not cool. Mm -mm. I had been, I had eaten, I don't know, one lean cuisine over the course of three months. Oh my God. <laughs> I was emaciated, starving, knew I was making a mistake and just like an emotional basket case. Right. So you know what? Let's add alcohol into the mix. So I was like, and one of my bridesmaids, fuck you, girl. She told on me. She thought she was telling to be helpful, but knowing my family. No, no, no. She was tattletaling. She fucking told. She yeah. said to my aunt, I think Taylor needs to go home, which I did. But let's not tell this aunt who always, this is the aunt that got mad at me when I said the word fart. Okay. Oh. So, or, or said that when I called her, I, I said I had a zit. She said, don't say that word. It's disgusting. So that this like aunt, my grandmother. This aunt has a lot of judgment, you know? Right. It's a generation. She's thing. a judge, Judy. So she went up to my mom and was like, I heard Taylor's friends are so concerned about her that she's intoxicated. It's oh, like, shut it's not her. Leave me alone. It's like nine o'clock at night. Just put me to bed. Shut right. up, everybody. Right, right. So mom's trying to feed me strawberry shortcake. I'm fighting her on it. I'm giving speeches. It's a disaster. Right. And then mom's not letting me have my way. So I told uh, I, I told my brother and sister, I was like, mom says she's perfect, but she drank in college. By the way, it was legal. But for whatever reason, that in like infuriated my mom that I would dare, dare to oh. smirch her name. And so then we were like,
like in a huge fight. And I woke up the next day, like ready to be like, I'm sorry, I was a little drunk. I came downstairs to the Hamptons house that we had rented. I had bought like all this like champagne and rosé for like getting ready before for my alcoholic bridesmaids. Right, right. Birds of a feather <gasps> flock together. Yes. And I came down to my mom and dad. We were moving every single bottle of alcohol. No. And I'm like, what are you doing? And you're like, the mm, <laughs> what are you doing? And I said, I came downstairs to say I'm sorry because I don't want to fight because it's my wedding day. And I said, but what are you doing? And they said, we're removing all the alcohol from the house because you clearly can't control yourself. <sighs> I said, listen, I'm an adult person who's getting married. I'm getting married. I'm an adult. Yeah. And I it's said, it's my special day. <laughs> <laughs> I said, I need from That is my alcohol. Right. I bought it. I'm going to call the police on you. And they were like, I'm calling Child Protective <laughs> Services. <laughs> they were like, nope, it's gone. And I was like, you don't get to decide that. I am an adult. This is my day. It's for my friends. I know how to control myself. I wasn't even going to drink today. You're ruining it. And they were like, look how upset you're getting at the alcohol. Ah, I, <laughs> and I was like, you're being ridiculous. Like, I get it. I get it. Like, in, in a world where I'm 17 and a half, yeah. I get it. Yeah, yeah. But this is not that. And, like, give me the opportunity to prove to you I'm not the fuck up you think I am. But, like, that that's, that, that's our parents. They're right. so similar. It's like. They're, uh, we're so disappointed. They're like, why are you so upset over this? <laughs> it's because you have a problem. I'm like, touche, Christina. I literally, you're so right. Comedy is tragedy plus time. Yeah, yeah. It's so true because I legit spent my entire honeymoon waking up in cold sweat nightmares over that in- incident right there. Yes. Horrible. And then every, horrible. every other time they see you drink after that, you always get the side eye and you're like, it's not going to happen again. All right. <laughs> it was like a one-time thing. You should have taken a camera, should have recorded it, which by the way, my cousin did. She has it all on tape and she ever post this. Absolutely not. <laughs> I really refuse. I'm too fragile to even watch it myself. <laughs> But she hasn't. She goes like one one day we'll all watch together. I'm like one day we will not. <laughs> we will not. Okay, so we need to talk about the holidays and what do. to do for the holiday. We do. We're, we're not running out of time, but real quick before we talk about the holidays, I do want to talk about your dating life. What's up? Are you still lesbian? Are you still bisexual? Are you a straighty now? Are you in a category? Are you pan? I people always ask me this question, so I want to ask you because I'm just curious. I, look, I lean more towards women. I've always I identify when did you realize probably in high school wow that's yeah early. that was her oh i went to an all-girls school so it's like we were all Same. kind of like making out with each other we weren't how oh, old are you 33 that's it you're 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 an entire like high school away from me right so like that was the kissing of the girls things ha- happened like when i was in college right i was I like, like so yeah, yeah 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 it was like late 90s early 2000s great time for lesbian girls that can totally hide and just pretend like they're trying to impress and you know, well that's like, how i got in that's how i got hooked is like my straight friends were like we need to practice on each other i was like ew disgusting gross <laughs> i didn't like literally the thought of kissing a girl felt so wrong to me because because i grew up super christian right and then i kissed two of my girlfriends and i went oh no oh no <laughs> i went no. oh no and then when you kissed her, your first boy i was like eh. yeah yeah Yep. My very first boyfriend was Army Hammer. No big deal. You're, we grew up. Are you are you truthing right now? Yeah, yeah. Shut we were like up. best friends when we were 13. How did I know? And then I farted on his head because I thought it was funny. <laughs> Sorry, Army. <laughs> if you're listening to this podcast. Wait a second. Yeah. I am shook. He's like my, I'm sorry, Taylor. I love you so much. I would like, he is, I love him. I love him times two. Oh my God. He's the the best. In the social network, he is so fucking hot. There's no one harder than Army Hammer. No one. I mean, I know him in such a different way. Is he a dweeb? We were like church kids together. Was he a dweeb? No. Answer the question. He's always been cool. He always was like. hot? He was always cute. Like he was always a cute boy. Did he have braces? He had turquoise braces and matching (laughs) turquoise hair. (laughs) He was a nerd yes yeah i mean he was a he was like a christian kid but then like we lost touch after high school because you and farted on his head i farted on you his head fucking idiot i was like 13 i thought it was funny i i had a friend that used to fart on boys laps and they fucking loved her but she had big titties I think oh i didn't have any titties i mean <laughs> army army probably will like even when I've, I've ran into him like through the years and i just will never bring it up but like my mother loves to bring it up like had you not head. farted on his head <laughs> you could have been elizabeth chambers i'm like no 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 he's in love with his wife like that's beautiful i love she's lovely and wonderful and she could have farted on him and that probably wouldn't have changed anything <laughs> also dead. 
I like pussy. So that's another also, thing. Also, there's that, Mom. There's that. Yeah. You could have had Army Hammer. My mom said the same thing about Chris Evans. He, like, wanted to get my number after I interviewed him one time. My mom, my mom went like this. Ah! Oh, I was worried this was going to happen. <laughs> I'm like, worried what? She's like, worried that a guy who's going to be a huge movie star was going to have a crush on me. She's like, he got married too early. What oh can I say? She well, like legit wanted me to leave my then husband oh my God. for a potential first date with Chris Evans. Right. I mean, she wasn't wrong. No. <laughs> bless. Bless. Bless, bless. Um, okay, so my dating life now. My dating life is pretty much non-existent. Mm-hmm. Um, I generally go for like older women. I like yeah. older women. This is a thing that you do. Yeah. I mean, everybody's like, oh, I have my friend to set you up with. I'm like, no, no, no. I've got like, I will fuck your mom and her friend Beverly. <laughs> I love a Barbara. I love anybody over 40. I am here for it. I love a mature, wise woman. What is up with that? Let's, I mean, because it, it's totally normal for girls to want to date older guys. Right. I think maybe like mommy issues. I'm I don't not going to say because they have daddy issues. Right. So. I think it's the opposite. I don't know. I think because you're still trying to get back that Christmas Eve moment. Right. <laughs> for the rest right. of your it, life. For the rest of my life. No, I just think, I, I think it's society we grow up and we always, as women, we're always told that we have to look younger. We have to act and be yeah. small. I think a powerful woman who is in her skin, who is aged beautifully, I yeah. think the it, it, wisdom, the power, it is fucking hot to me. I love, I love it. It is. Listen, you're triggering me right now. Mm, sorry. <laughs> as I said to Tay last night, if I someday have like a not cool job, promise to still love me forever and ever and ever. Um, she was like, yeah, sure. Mm-hmm, totally. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She promised. She promised. She promised. But I guess the thing you got to put is, a ring on her finger. That's a promise. I'm the older woman in the relationship. Right. So I'm she got a double whammy because I she converted a straight girl. Mm-hmm. That's a big thing in the lesbo community. And an older straight. Girl. And I'm older. And when she met me, I was like fucking at my prime in my career. Right. It looked like I made money. I did not. But it certainly looked like I did. Everyone still is like you come across very bougie. And I'm like, I got to really work on that because I don't have the money to support that lifestyle. Right. Do I come across as bougie? I mean, I'm you wearing. You come across fancy. Thank you. Yeah, you're fancy. For real? Yeah. Is that for real? We're sitting in a private movie theater right now, <laughs> Taylor. So I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. Well, whatever I'm doing. I'm just gonna yeah, you have to it. share it with a hundred different people. But like still. It's still mine. It's when still, I, we're still here. When I reserve it. Um. Yeah. Okay. Well, I guess I'm going to I'm going to be that older powerful lesbian you're a power lesbian i am yeah you are oh i feel like a total imposter no no, no. i feel like a i feel like a a power loser nope (laughs) i feel like there is nothing sexier than a confident woman well i'm fucked i guess if maybe then fake it till you make it but like i definitely with my career i kind of feel like when's like like when's the rug gonna get ripped up out from under me and like when is this going to end and like you know what will i do for my next career These right are the things i worry and think about and then like i want my tailor to be a power lesbian but then like does a younger not power lesbian stay with the power lesbian yeah and- she rises to power lesbian <laughs> and you both ride off in your subarus into the sunset <laughs> With money flowing out the front window. It's truly the dream. It's to the Colorado and you retire and then you get Aspen. In Aspen, you get some alpacas and then you die. <laughs> that that is the trajectory like of the a life. lesbian. I like it. Of power. It makes sense. If I wasn't with Taylor, I would definitely. And I was, well, no, I always said this. If I wasn't with Taylor, I'd find a really rich 85 year old dude who was about to kick the bucket and I'd just like take all his money and shit. Good for you. <laughs> and then I would be a real power lesbian. Then you would be a real power lesbian. <laughs> yes. And then I would find Taylor again and start dating her again. Exactly. Be like, now I have all this money. <laughs> I can take care of you. It's so interesting, though, because on Instagram, people like it. I don't want to sound like an, an asshole, but people are always like, hey, are you single? Can I take you out? First of all, I'm terrified of the Internet and I'm terrified of strangers. Like I, I just I just I don't go on the dating apps. Nope. I'm not. It's just not my thing. And also. Like, I don't know how to, I'm like, you're too young. Like, yeah. You should wait. say that. Just say, I, I, I like an older lady. I know. But then the older lady's like, hey, my name's Brenda. <laughs> I want, I'm going to take you out for some chicken wings. I'm like, I do love chicken wings, Brenda, <laughs> but I also love a femme, femme older. Like, I'm very specific with you what are, I'm attracted you, yeah, to. Yeah, she wants like a super, super successful, super wealthy. I'm sorry. Just the truth. Yeah. Like, gorgeous 
unicorn. Right. Unicorn. I had one. She got away. I know. Do you think that there? it's a possibility to no, get back? Never. When, I'm not going to say who it was. No, 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 no. You can't like I'm not going to say anything. I'm just going to say it's so good. That's so all good. I'm going to say. Yeah. It's so good. But. I th- Great I, friends, never going to happen. I'm holding out for it. I think it can still happen. No. No? It's not going to happen. Why? My therapist says so. I got to move on. Come on. I like you guys together. I ship you. What's a ship? That's like what the kids say about when they want people to be like hooking up and stuff. Okay. Mm. I just try to be cool. Yeah. <laughs> Look. Anyway, uh, so, all righty The Holiday Table. The Holiday Table by Alex T. Cooks. Okay, so Alex, what are some, if somebody's like, I don't know, going to their parents or ooh, ooh, meeting like in-laws for the first time mm-hmm. or like they, I don't know, like, you know, just just like Friendsgiving or like Friends Christmas or shit like that. Like, what's a go-to crowd pleaser? So I make a crack dip. <gasps> it's called crack dip? It's called crack dip. I'm My friends, it. Diane and Todd introduced me to it. It's like a sweet onion dip. It is the most delicious thing you'll ever, ever eat if you Google Crack dip, white on, and um, they're called the white on rice couple. I okay. love them so much. White she's, on rice. Um, well, she's Asian and he's white, but he always says that he's the Asian one. Um, Asian one because he's like super into tai chi and karate and all that, and she's just like the fucking best. And um, anyways, they are two of my favorite people. But they come up, they they came up with this recipe, and it is honestly, I bring like, it. It's to, legit their recipe. It is legit their recipe. I don't know, they're magicians, okay. but it's the worst thing for you. It's like cream cheese, Parmesan cheese, mayonnaise, sweet onions, lots of black pepper, and then you bake it. What's a sweet onion? It's like a Vidalia onion. Oh, Vidalia. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, and do you like saute the onions before? No, you just like mix it all together. So wait, go, so give the exact recipe. Okay, so it's one cup of cream cheese. One cup of cream cheese. Philadelphia one. or tempeh? Philadelphia. Okay, got it. And it's got to be the hard cream cheese. It you can't it. be the fluffy one. Okay. Then you got to do a cup of mayonnaise Preferably best foods. Who's what? Best foods. Best foods. One onion diced super fine, like chopped. Yep. Um, Like a tablespoon of black pepper. Oh, damn. And one cup of Parmesan cheese. Holy shit. You mix it together. Yeah, like the grated Parmesan, the little crumble Parmesan cheese. No, like like the kind that comes in the green container? No. That's too You got to do like the fresh. You got to do fresh. Okay. Like from Italy. Like like a fucking Italian store. Like Whole Foods has it too. Sure. Grated Parmesan. And then you mix it all together Wait. and then you put it in a baking dish and you bake it at 350 for like 30 minutes. That's it? It. So I think it's, you can serve it with bread, but I like it with cucumbers because then I think it's zero calories, <laughs> but it actually breaks apart like the richness of it. I can't tell you how many times I brought it to a potluck and everybody devours it, asks for the recipe. Stop. Thinks that I'm the best chef on the planet. It's my go-to. And you say, it's cracked up. It's cracked up. And so then they take that recipe and they start making it for their potlucks and their family. It's just like this, we're just going to make America fat again. Okay, I'm here for it. Yeah. I mean, my family, my on my mom's side, <clears throat> we have um, white trash dip, which it's is- very similar. It's it's Lipton, oh. French onion dip, yeah. like the soup. Yep, it's, yep. Yep, just one packet and one old packet of cream cheese. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry, sour cream, mm-hmm. full fat. Yep. Don't try to skip on that shit. Mix it up. Cape Cod potato chips on the side. Original. Don't fuck around with that. Mm. It's so goddamn good and so goddamn disgusting. Isn't that the recipe on the back of this Lipton soup Yeah. We invented it. Oh, okay. That's like my mother when she said she has these famous chocolate chip cookies. That Growing up as a kid, I was like, my mom makes famous chocolate chip cookies. <laughs> Come to realize that she just was using the fucking Toll Nestle Toll House <laughs> recipe and adding more chocolate chips to it. I go, Christina... Like you did not. She's like, they're called super duper pooper scoopers. I'm like, get a life. <laughs> Christina's your mom, right? Yes. Just want to double check. I call my mom. mother Christina. Because. I don't know. I think it's you're hilarious. You're still mad about that Christmas Eve? I don't know. Like she's in my phone as Christina. Like I just love calling. And because she gets Does so. Does She gets so mad. She goes, why do you fa- call your father Papa? And I'm Christina. <laughs> 
What did your therapist say about that? Oh, there's it's so it's so layered. <laughs> it's, you know what? We'll say that for the next time you're exactly. on. Exactly. Um, Alex, it's the first time you've been on Taste of Taylor. I'm I so know. excited to share you with the world. The world. Um, Alex is definitely, I mean, not as much anymore because you live far away. I do. But Alex is definitely a fan favorite uh from my radio show, The Taylor Strecker Show. Mm-hmm. You can go to Taylorstrecker.com and subscribe today, $6.95 for a shit ton of content. And also, might I say, a community yes the listeners are the best aren't yes, they they're so sweet they're so great so um but to taste of taylor audience you're welcome because now Hi, you're everybody. in the alex world follow alex follow 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 on instagram at alex t cooks it couldn't be easier no and also make sure to check her out on her pbs show what's up queen movable fees saturdays on pbs check your local listings i'm so proud of you thanks boo boo i'm so happy to be here i know i wish i was drunk with you right now i'm not now i'm not drunk anymore but i'm gonna go eat thai food at Wayla. i want to do all the fun things i I know if you need some good restaurant recommendations dm you no because i won't respond but like Follow me and I'll talk about it on my Instagram and just take notes. Okay, you guys, that's it for us this week. <laughs> such oh, a, I'm such you. a butthole. Okay, no, but do DM me. I'll tell you. I love you. Bye. You guys, that's it for us this week. Have a great one. We'll be back next week with another amazing Taste of Taylor podcast. In the meantime, make sure to rate, review, and subscribe. Bye, girl. Bye. Bye.